0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is...
1: Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno.
2: And Maya Solana McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido of Fresno.
1: Did you like how I found the mic... It was like, yeah, you had to crawl <laughs> up, yeah. up to it. It was weird. I was like, this is oh, there it is. There it is. There there's, there's the microphone, there, the big thing in front where, of me. Yeah, it's so odd how that happens.
2: <laughs> you forgot how to podcast?
1: I did in the week that we were gone. I, I, don't, we got, I don't know if to... we've ever learned how to podcast, well, quite honestly. Yeah. True. So, I, meant, I meant
0: the true we and not the yeah, yeah right? The yeah. royal we. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we are in what this is the fourth. Uh, episode yep, of this season, uh, and we are talking about the trinity of uh factors that one needs to look at when uh trying to dissect a martial art or trying to determine its uh, I don't know, its worth, its, its uh, its place in the world, its place in the world, yeah. It's
0: funny, so I was in the shower this morning and I was thinking about uh, stuff and I was realizing that like over the years I have built... A huge number of tools and, and a lot of the tools i build them and then i never come back to them but like and i was like why do i do this all the time physical and, physical tools no 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 no. yeah yeah so i'm glad you made that clarification <laughs> it sounds weird but what i mean is like
2: this man has so many like, cast off hammers this, and this, well, that's this, what i was this, like driver that's, that's why i, that's why I asked either, the question because i
1: was like well i know that he built the thing so yeah he could build a thing
0: no but but so like by tools in this context what i'm talking about it's like ways to break and dissect things and understand things so like you know different like logical constructs you can use to like think of things and take things apart little
1: drills right uh yeah well yeah yeah stuff like that
0: for sure and then also just like things of like how you like i mean this is an example this trinity is an example right it's like like you know uh, understanding that there's concept of actors that the concept of context and systems and how do those interplay right and that's like a tool you use to kind of like break stuff apart and understand stuff And I was like, "Why do I do this?" And it's like, "Well, because what I'm what I'm really trying to do with my life is understand Aikido. Like, I've I spent a lot of time doing that. And in order to understand it, what I'm doing is I create these tools that I think maybe." and I ask myself questions about Aikido, and then I apply those tools to other martial arts that I know and that are are more known of, right? So look, very few people doing Judo are confused about what Judo is. Right, sure. It's just, it's just not confusing. It's just, it's very logically laid out and like, you know what you're doing, you know what the expectations are, you know what you're going to get, like very simple, you know? And so I I take these tools and I apply them to other more known martial arts and I see what I get from them. And then I I reapply that to Aikido and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to dig at what it is because Aikido is stupidly mysterious Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be so mysterious you know yeah um and I think it's an awesome martial art there's a lot of great things you can do with it but we all have to know what you do with it so so this this thing is just another tool Uh, right yeah to to like help
1: and I think it's it's really useful and it's I think I've always felt very lucky as a student um for the exact Reason that you're talking about, which is the way that you have approached this thing from the very beginning, um, and I think for some people it it would be, it might be odd because the um, syllabus of things that we're learning is always changing. So if you look from like when I started and we were in the garage until now, the way that we talk about and deal with uh, and even train Aikido is vastly different from where it was. When I started, but what's nice about that is that like each of those, uh, the times that there has been a change has been a progression, a a, a jump forward, hopefully
2: a purposeful change, a
1: purposeful change. And so it's been really nice because, um, you know, I, I've always said like, you're doing all of the heavy lifting, uh, in a lot of ways. Um, and then everyone else uh, underneath you sort of gets to enjoy enjoy the spoils, which is like once you work, have these tools, right? You you had to come up with the tools. Now that we have them, I can use that tool to uh, make myself better, right? right so right, right. Um, it's been really nice because it's like, well, I don't have to I don't have to go through the process of making the tool. I can just use, use the it, you tool. know, which yeah. is really, right. Right. it's right. great. Yeah. 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 And so that's the awesome thing about this podcast. And, and hopefully by the end of this season, like people will be able to use the tool uh, however they see, see fit. Right. So. yeah.
0: And I, I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit just because it's like, you know, maybe especially with these first – four episodes like we're not talking that much about aikido Uh, and so it's like people would be like "Well, why are you and in this episode i don't plan to talk hardly at all about aikido because um it's like well why why have an aikido podcast and you're not talking about aikido but it's like this tool it'd be easier to see how it works by looking at things that are more in the light than aikido is and then when we go back to aikido then it will be easier to put some light on aikido
2: right it's not exactly that we're comparing aikido and other arts but we're comparing or using the tools Using other arts to evaluate the tools, right. so that they can better help us understand what Aikido is. Right,
1: right, right. So this, uh, so let's recap what we've hit on. So uh, episode one kind of laid out the whole, uh, you know, concept of what we're going to be doing. Episode two, we began to delve into these uh, trinities, and so the first one that we looked at As was actors. actors. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we did, uh, systems, systems and now we are hitting onto context. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, let's just jump into this. I feel, this is the one that I feel like I have, uh, questions about, oh, okay, cool. uh, Good. just in terms of like how you determine, like how you, I have an idea of what the concept is, right? Uh-huh, but like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm. For me, it's a bit like a chicken-and-the-egg thing. Like, which right. – is it the context to the system or the system to the context uh-huh. or however uh-huh. it works? So and this and is – yeah. I
0: mean, I think the, that's great. Those are good questions because I think we're going to flesh some of it out. And and I recently had a big realization about context, and it came from this Trinity tool. And um, I was like, oh, that's kind of some of the stuff I've been missing. But So basically, here's the thing with context uh, – I think it's important to understand. And when I realized this, it was just like a huge light went off for me. This is one of the biggest realizations I've personally made in martial arts that systems are built for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So when you're studying a martial art, whatever it is, karate or Kung Fu, whatever, whatever, whatever thing you're studying, um, you're studying it for a reason. And the reason is it's going to fit a kind of situation mm-hmm. and that there are many different situations, not just one situation. And so, and you know, like I've told this story a zillion times, but it's basically like, you know, I, I tried as an Aikido black belt to use Aikido in MMA. And I went and did that for uh, over a couple of years, like, like a couple of years, basically that I was doing this all the time. Um, like really thinking about it and challenging other people and sparring and doing stuff. And just to realize, it doesn't work. Aikido doesn't work. And so that was what I got away from. That was Aikido doesn't work. Period. Then I fought in a Dog Brothers match, and I used Aikido stuff in this fight that was arguably the most serious of the fights, you know, organized things I had been in. And it worked. It worked. And so it's like – that made me realize that it's like, well, in a stick fight, maybe Aikido does work. Mm -hmm. And so then like with that basic little budding idea, I went on to explore what I felt the context of Aikido Mm -hmm. was and realizing that a stick fight is different than an unarmed fight and you want to do different things. Fighting is not just fighting. There are different kinds of fights you have. you know.
1: And this is where I began to uh, uh, get into questions about the context, and I think that you had these sort of uh, same questions, which is like – um, you may think, so I may have an idea of what the concept, uh, the, the, uh, context of Aikido is. How do I know I'm right? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right, 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 right. Uh, because I could probably right now, like you saying stick fighting, right? Like, and so you could from your, uh, you know, what you've done extrapolate the context of Aikido is stick fighting. mm mm-hmm but that is incorrect, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or maybe it is correct. I don't mm-hmm. know. This. Sure. So that's, sure. that's you this know? Is that, that this is where I kind of come down on all this. It's like, um, we know that, that there is context. And I think a lot of martial artists talk about like context and they understand that like the context of, you know, uh, and I've heard people say like MMA is different than boxing or whatever, What mm-hmm. you sure. know, um, but like, how, how do you, how does one determine what the where the con- the limits of the context are right yeah
0: yeah so um i think it's easy to see in sports what the context is, because the context is the rule set of the sport. Right. It's it's yeah. really simple. Like
2: That's where I've heard other people use the words context uh-huh. in a, a limited in way, sport. is yeah. that like, oh, like Josh is saying, uh, boxing context is different than MMA. And it's like, well, what they mean is the rules. The rule set. Right. And different. like, yeah, yeah. I think that does count largely when you're talking about the context of those. But like, there's way, I think, more to context than just the rules, even if it's not in uh, an organized fight like the rules of like what's allowed and what's not allowed like in a street fight or something is not the only part of like that's only a piece of the context
0: right and i I think the thing you're saying is exactly right and like street fight is a a thing people (laughs) like to use a lot you know and it's like it's like well how would boxing do in a street fight how would mma do in a street fight how would you know whatever do in a street fight and by street fight what they're trying to say and it's it's hard to say this i understand that that it's like if there were no rules, mm-hmm. okay. If, now, that, if that
1: was the context, right? There
0: were no rules. Yeah, completely <laughs> un unruled. Right. Okay. So you got to understand that there are always rules. Now, there are natural rules, and there are artificial rules. Now, sports create a consistent set of artificial right. rules, which which these rule sets make up the context. But in life, there are artificial rules, and there are also. Natural rules, right? So natural rules are things like we don't float. Right, gravity. Right, gravity. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, like I so, can't. So that's just, one. Right, right, right. Sometimes it's dark. Right, and so right. if, if your context includes darkness, right. then darkness is a factor. Right. If it doesn't include darkness, then it's not a factor, right? And so what you have to start realizing and like when you want to start asking – does it work or is it for that or whatever? You you have to start saying like, well, what am I envisioning this being for mm-hmm. when you want to understand if your system is for that context, right? That's mm-hmm. one of the first things. And there's a bunch of things that go into this. And this is why, you know, I struggled with context for a large number of years right. because I can't just summarize up like that
1: right. what it is. And I want to. It's funny because uh, as we're talking about this, like I'm remembering like uh, as we're training and some of the. Um, ways that we were training, and I feel like ah, we were we were maybe training for either uh, contexts that weren't quite correct, yeah. or a context that just wasn't completely flushed out. So right. pieces of the context that we were training for, you know, I think early on it was like ah, weapons weapons grappling system, you right. know, weapons right. grappling system, something like that would be the context uh, that we were kind of operating under for Aikido, but there were Holes in that, sure, that yeah, tons of you know them. that led you to say, uh, maybe this isn't the best context, right? For the the thing, is it possible for something to fall into multiple contexts? Is there, is there, uh, within context, are there subsets? of you know rule you know if sure. like context and then in that there's rule sets that give you more context sure or, or sure there's there's tons of stuff going on and and so
0: i think um in order to get a handle on context it, 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 like the way you're approaching it right now is you have to say well what is my goal in a conflict okay and so when you start using the word conflict to me the word conflict is so much better to use than the word fight because the fight has a whole combat? bunch of stuff yeah combat or like yeah these, these words are <laughs> Whatever dumb it is, yeah. um, but so like it's like there's just conflict and conflict just means there's, there's two people who have some kind of disagreement they can't both have their same way at the same time so they're in some kind of competition or they're contending with each other to see who can have their way right okay and that's that's what all martial arts stuff revolves around is one or two or more parties not being able to get along right so over something, okay. So, so you have to say, well, what's my goal when that happens, and what is that happening going to look like? So, look, if I'm a dude who gets up every day and I get in my car and I drive to work, and then I'm at work and I drive home, and then I, I, I you know, go to a restaurant and then I go to sleep, okay. And that's my that's my whole life. I know that my context is never going to be on the moon. I know my context is never going to yep. be at yep. sea. Yeah. I know my context is never going to be you know, all kinds right. of yeah, things yeah, yeah, I can yeah. eliminate really quickly because it's right. like those are just not the situations I'm in. And so, and of course, we could say like you know, and and as a hobby or something fun, uh, you you could say like, oh, I want to train for the ring, or I want to train for the moon, or whatever right, I want right. to train for. I want to train right?
1: for moon fighting. Sure,
0: whatever it is. Yeah, but but that's not that's not like asking a context to actually solve a problem, which I'm assuming when we're talking about this right now we're actually trying to solve the problem sure. because if we're not trying to solve a problem then then you can do whatever and it's legitimate. Pirate fighting's legitimate right, right but right. But, uh, but I'm not a pirate and I don't pirate fight so so it's not something a problem I actually have to solve okay Great so
1: context pirate. so the
0: first thing I have to do is ask what's the likelihood of the types of situations I'll be in And so that gives me a rough idea and then I want to say what do I want it to look like? in that conflict mm-hmm. right do i want it to look like um i punch people and they fall down and die do i want it to look like i run away from people do i want it to look like i whatever whatever make friends with everyone all kinds of solutions yeah, what is have.
2: what's in this imagined scenario
0: right exactly right and so then when when i'm asking what tool sets i need to solve that context i have a goal and a rough situation and that's where i've got to kind of start to work these things out so i can't just say context is anything because, I mean, I, I could, but I would just be thinking forever about it because there's so many possible anything. Right, right. And I have, mean, yeah. Right. And yeah, so, like, if I'm a cop, infinite, I have certain like, sides of con- context, you know, situations I'm going to be in. If I'm a firefighter, different. If I'm an office worker, different. If I'm a teacher, different, right? So all these are, like, what are the possible situations I'd be in? And then realistically approach them from your environment, right? So, like, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, like, the best self-defense system. And it's like not for a lot of people's regular situations and not for the result a lot of people would want. Mm-hmm. Now, if your goal is so strongly, I want to see every conflict resolved with me on top of someone and them tapping Ripping out.
1: Ripping their arm Right, off. yeah, yeah, rip right.
0: off their yeah. arm or they tap out. Then it's like, well, okay, but but let's look at how that plays out with the, your life. So sometimes your mom is going to like tell you some shit and are you going to get on top of your mom and rip right. her arm off, right? <laughs> right. Like you're, you're not going to do that, right? Like you have a kid, you, you don't want to hurt your child, right? So there's all kinds of things you're going to be in. And so when you start to look at it this way, you realize I'm going to have different goals in different contexts. And here are my – I'm using the word context. I shouldn't – different situations. Mm -hmm. And that all kind of forms the context, Mm -hmm. right? And so you have to include the hopes and desires of the people inside the The, situation to talk about the actual context, right? Right. And so the bigger realization I just got was like realizing actors – and, like, what actors right, want to see, right, right. how they want to see different that things play sense. out. Yeah, 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 And so by yeah. seeing that, you go, oh, that's what the context is for this.
2: And so I think you maybe already said this, but just to clarify, like – You have to think about not only the things that you will want out of those situations, but what these other potential attackers or enemies or however you want to think of them, what they will want, right? right. So, like, thinking about, like, oh, I'm on my college campus and I'm worried about being attacked. And, of course, for me, maybe I just want to survive, right, and get away um, unscathed, (laughs) like – am I thinking about situations where someone might come steal my purse? Cause that might be very different from a That's situation where right. someone wants to come and rape me. Like those context. are different things yep. that someone would want from you. And so like, those are separate situations. They might be handled in similar ways, but like, Knowing that those are different things.
0: When, when I first started to explore context, I really kind of thought of it as simply as it is the situation we're in. And mm-hmm. that's basically it, yeah. right? So we're wrestling over knives mm-hmm. or we're you know trying to throw someone to the ground or whatever. And, and, and then I started to realize that it's like, well, that's going to leave us with a lot of like – weird things that don't make sense and so you have to include what your goals are Mm -hmm. and then also what are the goals of the people who are dealing with you right and then through this kind of like a rough early understanding of this was um what i called asymmetrical conflict right and realizing that aikido was asymmetrical conflict and asymmetrical conflict all that basically means is we have differing goals right and what those goals were i wasn't processing at this time but it's just like we have different goals right like so if someone wants to rob you you don't want to rob, rob them, them back. back. <laughs> so the conflict is not who's gonna rob who, right? Now in a boxing match, you both do want to knock each other out, wrestling match, you do both want to win each other by pinning, whatever, but beat each other by pinning. But but like in a situation like that, like a robbery, that's just asymmetrical. Right. So they different goals. And then by different goals, those different goals can be leveraged to your advantage. And so then a system
1: could talk about those different possibilities to leverage. Right. Yeah. It's interesting because there's a couple of things. And one is that like um I think when we when we talk about context, you know, we're we're not saying that, like, um, you can't use whatever you're learning in another context, just that it's not going to be good for that. That's right. That's right. Uh, And then and then the other thing in this is the the question uh, that I had, and it's sort of specific to how you kind of came about this, but. Looking at the context, so I have a system, and some systems are pretty spelled out, like you're saying. You know, there's uh, uh, competition systems, kind of easy, a little more easily spelled out. But if you don't know and you're coming at it blind, how do you begin? Like, aside from okay, chicken and egg again. Uh huh. Can I look at the system and and uh, what is in the system? And backfill what the context may be? Because I feel like this is sort of what you did yeah, in a yeah, lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, and is that a good way to go about it? Because it, it also sounds like that could lead you down a dangerous path if you weren't really it, it sure can. thinking about it. It sure sure, can. So, so like, look. And, and
0: dangerous, Josh, doesn't mean that, like, you know, uh, God's going to no, smite no, you with no. lightning or you know, ninjas <laughs> Just, are going to come. It, uh, a confusing it, path. Confusing yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, it's yeah, easier yeah. to get more mucked up than, than more clear about what's going on. But so— this Trinity, the whole thing that this this season's about is, to me, all three of those things play key roles in understanding the other two of those mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you know, you, you kind of have to understand what your system's doing, and that has to fill in a context, and that is for a person, right? But a person has to learn something to solve a situation, and right, a situation right, right, right. fits certain kinds of goals best by That's, certain kind right, of actors, right. um, and here's the context to help the actor get what they want out of the situation, right? So so we could draw it all up, all the possibilities, but they all constantly are informing each other. And this is kind of also why this one has to be last to me because it's the one that I think is easiest to think you understand. I know what Brazilian jiu is about. It's about grappling on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's like,
1: well, is it? Right, is right. It?
0: Because, I mean, we could talk about that a whole bunch. And, right. and if we start looking at who our actors are and and um, what kind of situations we're in and what our actors think the situations are preparing them for and all different stuff, we'll come up with all kinds of different answers. So so for Aikido, and so back to your question more directly, um, for me, I was trying to solve Aikido. Now, my first tool – getting grasping my first tool that helped me understand it was that there are contexts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah and that context
2: like, exists in
1: the yeah, first right. place. It even exists. Yeah, right. And so with that, Because like, for a while that you, it was everything was the same. Everything the, the same. Right, right. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. You, so fighting is just an aesthetic and the way I want to fight is this kind of aesthetic. And so then that's what yeah. I want to do. Which
2: one's the best? Show me the best yeah. one. The yeah. end.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And so um so realizing there were contexts was like, oh fuck. And that's awesome. And so I started working. And only really lately, and it's it's you know now that I look at it, I'm like, oh I built lots of tools to do this along the way. I just didn't know what it was. Understanding actors is my most recent piece mm-hmm. that's like, oh, now with these three, and you know, maybe maybe next year we'll be the the quadrant right, right. Of, Who knows? Right. It's um, <laughs> another five. But, yeah. but but I really I think this is probably it now. Um, anyways, but um understanding the actors helps you inform. So, like when I'm trying to break down Aikido, the first things I'm trying to say are what are possible situations Aikido could be used at? And it took a long time for me to realize. But the person who wants to use it alters that also. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you're talking about like can you get kind of more mucked up by kind of like backfilling this. Like Josh is basically saying that it's like, okay, we know what Aikido is a system. You're a black belt or whatever, so you know what the system comprises of. Right. Here's and then, the material. Right. And then you're trying to fit it into different situations and you're going, which situations does it fit in best? You have to understand that you're always doing that through your own
1: right. lens. And this is why I am asking because you know, and we've had a podcast about this, but you know, is uh, is Aikido Jujitsu okay? Like that's a thing that people are asking sure. now. Is the context for Jujitsu and the context for Aikido the same? They're not. Right, I would say they're absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it. But if you're just looking at it, like, what is the what does the system have in it, techniques wise? Um, then what is it good for context-wise? You could easily be confused about what's happening. That's exactly right. right. That's
0: exactly right. And so uh, to me, these all three always have to kind of be in service of each other. And if you really want to figure out what the context is, you have to include – what the people want in that situation. And I, for the longest time, kind of didn't really, mm-hmm. other than uh-huh. understanding asymmetry and symmetry, you know, and like mm-hmm. uh, those were like, oh, that's a cool thing right, to realize. Right, right. But other than that, it's like, yeah. eh, whatever, people, people all want to win the fight. That's what you want, right? right but right. like, what does win even mean? What does right. win look right. like to an artist? What does win look like to a competitor? What does win look like to a destroyer, you know? um, So so that's, I think, a big thing that I had to realize was, you uh, mm-hmm. uh, you got to get that.
1: So let's maybe lay out some kinds of context for people because, like, I think one thing is, like, we're saying context, and I think people probably have an idea of, like, oh, yeah, okay, they mean, like, context. Like, uh, you know, is it a street fight or is it right. in a cage right. right, right, or is it, you know, like, whatever. Uh, but it also is, like, it, it feels like it could be more than that or less than that and or uh, more general or more specific than that depending on – again, maybe the, the lens or the actor, but, um,
2: yeah. So how do we divide up? Like, how do we describe a context? Right. If we, if yeah, you yeah. were saying here's exactly a system right. for a kind of context, like how do we, what kind of descriptors do we use to describe these, right. these kinds right. of contexts?
0: Right. So w- one of the big descriptors you have to talk about, and this is just a completely out of uh, no one in sport, martial arts thinks about this at all, but we have to ask, what's the environment? What's the environment? And so that has to be a part of our context. And the environment could be anything. Sport environments are all in a controlled environment with a ref. So mm-hmm. so we don't talk about anything outside of that environment when we're talking about sports because that's the way they work. Right. Right. And so then now th- there's been some playing with this recently, but they quickly realized that it doesn't work out. That like, you know, like um, those uh, like – like a what are your backyard yeah, balls yeah, or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. They, get, they get people together
1: in a super, backyard Super and, tough man. Yeah, whatever. and it's like, Oh, what, what will really happen? You know, but they always have some rules because of it's course. like when one guy's getting beat to death, the other guys go, Oh, maybe we'll stop that's, now. That's right. And, <laughs> and,
0: and, and, and that's because those rule sets are part of the natural context they're constructing. And so when you want to know something, you can create a construct. Right. And so like, I want to know who wins unarmed. Right. Now, you don't include that because it's a it's a it's a assumption. Everyone right, understands. Right, right. You, it's it's a given. Right, right, right. You're unarmed. But like if someone goes to backyard brawl and they pull out a gun and they just shoot the other guy and they, they stick up their hands <laughs> and they're like, I won. I am the <laughs> right. best backyard brawler. Right. Everyone would be terrified. Exactly right. Because no one wants to go to that brawl where they're going to get shot. That's fucked up. Right. And so that's outside of their context. But they didn't. Think about it because, like, they're just focused on their right, one right, thing, right. you know? And so so the environment that we're in always plays a role. And that that could be from really gross, like we're in the desert, we're in the mountains, we're in the jungle, we're in the whatever, to, like, really refined, right? Like, so a sport ring is, you know, uh, we right. I An only want to have a— is a specific
1: exactly, size. Exactly, exactly right. A, I
0: only want to fight in a 30 by 30 ring. Right. Oh, no, I only fight in a 20 by 20 ring, right? right? And these things— I, Yeah. These contexts will decide who who is a better game in that situation, right? And so that's why people care a lot about the context. So mm-hmm. one of the big tools in breaking down context is environment. And you can't forget about the environment we're in. Another one, and this is one we talked about just a second ago, is the goals of the people who are in the context. What are my goals, and what are their goals, and and how do those get met? Right, and like, are there things because especially in an asymmetry, you can have situations where both of you actually get your main goal, and maybe you have to give up a secondary goal, but right. if you can negotiate around it. And that's to me like real eye stuff, right. right? Like they I, like, get I
2: my keep. purse, but I get to get away unscathed. Sure, isn't right. that a great trade? That's right. a great trade for right. a lot right. of right. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Sure, right. take my purse. That's, that's exactly fine. right. <laughs> good, good trade. <laughs> Right. It's like
1: fake anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a, I have all my real documents in my Louis wallet. <laughs> my, that's right. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Right. That one was made in China. I paid twenty bucks. <laughs> Take it. Uh, you got fooled. I'm poor. You got my U
0: phone as well, or whatever. um <laughs> Then uh, another thing that we have to include in that is the sets of tools we're going to use to solve our problems, right? So maybe I just want to verbally handle all my problems. Maybe I want to use a gun to solve all my problems. Who knows what that is, but there's going to be tool sets, right? And tool sets can be varied also, like very big. And so that's what kind of gets to be trouble when you start trying to figure out what contexts are because you have to say like – what tools are cars cars are tools right guns are tools hammers are tools um like uh a a little kid who's crying can be a tool right so like you know if if i'm dealing with someone i could pull a little crying kid in front of me right and then (laughs) then they look at the little crying kid and i run away that's awesome right so i can use all kinds of stuff um as tools and so like that's part of what you have to understand is your context. So the context is really everything that's included. And and I would say that, like, this is the trick of it. If you want to start understanding context, you have to really be willing to look at everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so one that when I started investigating recently that kind of surprised me was when I started looking at sumo. And uh, I was thinking about sumo. And sumo in my head is easy context. It's a grappling context. Duh. Like, sure, right. simple. Like, really kind of no different than judo in my head or right. no yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. than wrestling or yeah, anything else. Yeah. And it's like there's a couple different rules, but as I started to explore it more, I was like, no, it's really not about wrestling at all. In fact, it they, they don't care about wrestling yeah. they care about owning that piece of space mm-hmm. and that piece of space can be owned by throwing someone out which you could say is some grappling stuff yeah. or you could say they can just uh trick someone into falling down uh-huh. right yeah, which yeah, is yeah. i don't know maybe some Aikido, shit some psychological shit right like there's some cool sumo with guys who like just look like they're gonna when they clash together yeah, yeah. like they, they're gonna clash together and, and they, they don't just, and then yeah, the other yeah. guy falls down it's like haha you got him right now looks like aikido to me you know like yeah. it doesn't matter they don't really care so much about the way it's getting done, just that they own that mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I said that, and the truth is, you can't use knives or guns or all kinds of things. Right, right, but, right. but but when I started realizing that the context of sumo is really area domination, and mm-hmm, that's what we mm-hmm. want is area domination. Right. When you start like looking at stuff with a more open mind, instead of just assuming it's a grappling thing, it's a striking thing, it's right. a whatever, whatever boxes you already have, right. y- you'll see more of the system, and, and, and the system will tell you
1: what the context actually and, is. And I think that you get that bec- when you – uh, look at the system and try to pull uh, pull context out of uh, like what the techniques and those right. kind of things. You know, right? Right? Because right, right. that's what's happening, right? You're looking at sumo and you're going, well, they're wrestling, so it must be a grappling, right?
2: Thing. It's really, yeah, right. it's really interesting that distinction between like we're doing sumo because the goal is to grapple around versus we're doing sumo and like i'm using grappling techniques to get to my goal of staying in this ring and staying standing right um and those are very very different i mean it seems like not different but it is different because one is i'm just using this as a means to an end versus this is the end itself right
1: that's right and i think what the there is uh like confusion happens when you look at something like judo and sumo which you could put probably in the same context if you you know were looking at it. you could probably argue like oh yeah they're a, a same or similar context but it's like but if you look at that exact goal of what you want to do one i want to put someone on the ground right. every time right. and one i just want that i just want to have this space those are two very different things. Right, right. You know? Absolutely very different things. And it's the same thing, you know, I always thought this with uh, like boxing and sword fighting, which are like, um, you could argue the same context. Sure. Right. I would if they were very looking in lots like, of ways, yeah. Whatever, it's a striking. But immediately, I think everyone would realize like, they, those are not the same context right, at right, all.
2: Right, right, right. I think it's really interesting talking, to, talking about like um, what the goals are. Of the system as a part, or of the the people as a part of the context, right? Um, because like, so using a technique or a tool as a means to an end versus that being the end itself, like, like I- I'm not going to say it's always better, but like it is more direct to just do the thing that you want to do versus using something else to divert to that thing. If that makes sense, like right. having a means to an end versus just doing the end, right? Right. right. So like, if if the goal for me is to like. Get in my car and drive away. The easiest way to get in my car and drive away is to get in my car and drive That's away. Right, yep. right. But sometimes that might not be possible, so I have to use something to maybe distract someone. Right. Which or is a
0: systematic approach. Right, which right. is a,
2: right, exactly. So sometimes you have to have a means to the end. But like when we start thinking that the, the means that I use to distract my partner from me so that I can run and get in my car, then we start thinking it's not about driving away in the car. It's about the thing that I did to distract the person. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, right, and right. so it's like keeping that all clear in your head seems like like so vital and and piecing that out backwards as well, trying to remember that. So
1: is that a a way that we could begin to um, determine whether something is within or not the the context? You know, by saying like... For a system, you mean, or...? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Does that make sense? So like if we're going like, like, uh, you know... Sumo has these things. Uh-huh. Um, why is the context its context different than Judo, right? So, you know, so then we could look and say, well, it's because they're using these things right. I mean, and know. and so
0: like there's um, I mean, the simple answer to what you're saying is, 'Cause the rule set of judo's built its, its way different. and the rule yeah, set yeah, of sumo's yeah. built yeah. its way. Okay. And so then so then you start asking yourself questions about like, well, why is that rule so like in Sumo, if you know, your finger touches the ground, that's it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like you, you lost. Whereas in judo you could get down on the ground, and grab right, their right. fucking ankles sure. and throw them, you right, know, right, like right, right, right. so yeah, so like no. um uh it, there's there're different emphases in in the rule sets, and it's because they're trying to get to a more clear approach to the context they have in their head. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. important the thing, right? And so it's just like you know, like I think forever, and this is why MMA really hit people so right. And it, it's funny because like, look, MMA is simple. It's just combined boxing and wrestling. That's all MMA is. But like for some reason, people treat it like it has like. Change the rules of everything. It's like no, all you did was you had boxers and you wanted to know who would win if them and wrestlers fought, Mm -hmm. and so then you did that. And then what happened was you you created a hybrid.
1: You had different kinds of boxers, sure, right? Like so, you had like movie tag guys and American Western. You know, that's it. Mixed them all in a pot. You You had had different kind of wrestlers, and you yeah, (laughs) that's right. And
0: you didn't discover anything new. You didn't learn anything about anything about anything outside of. Uh, organized sporting events still, right? right? So which both of those are, and like so so you didn't really learn you anything created new, a new context. you just created a new context that's all you did and so the second that those people got to co-mingle and they realized in order to win this match you needed to study a little bit of both of those skills actually you just created a more well-rounded person now you could also say that's better but i would tell you there are no ufc champs who are going to go win a boxing championship and then turn around and win an oh, nc2a grappling wrestling, wrestling match right so like it's not going to happen because it takes too much specialization and like so the athlete can't and you know i know i say this and someone would be like yeah, well, well here's this uh, guy Bruce blah, 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 does, right, you know whatever right, right. And it's like he does two of those three and it's like yeah well we're talking about an elite outlier you know we someone actually, who's really outside of normal people and, they, and, and they're yeah. really into this shit you know so but for most of us it's just not possible and so like i think the biggest thing about understanding in that is for some reason people thought when mma was created now we understand what quote-unquote real fighting or street fighting or, or in our imagination unlimited fighting is. And it's like, no, you learned about unarmed boxing and wrestling combined in a organized situation. That's what you learned about, and that's cool. That's that's super
2: neat. I like it. It's neat, but like you in the world of conflict, there's so many things. You, you, yeah. There's, there's so a lot so many of things you things. don't know about. Yeah,
0: and arguably, a person who had done some wrestling and done some boxing also understood that a long time ago too. So, right. really but I mean, there's new, there's really. another
2: unspoken rule I think with all of that, which is why we tend towards unarmed stuff, which is. It's safer, and we all want to be safe. Yes, that's we, great. we we want it because because I want to follow well, and also, because I want right. to follow Bruce McGonner, right? Whatever he, whatever <laughs> he's up to, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see him die. That's right, probably right. as a wants fan, to see Bruce right? Die. He's awesome. So like, does, like I like
0: three of the, the four things, right? Right, exactly.
2: Yeah. So like, I, I, you know, it, it wouldn't be interesting if people were constantly fucking dying, a because we don't value that. I mean, we don't. We don't really see that as valuable in our current culture right, that's uh, right. but also like there would be no um, entity of UFC like there would be constantly new people you could never that's get right. attached yeah, to anything so like it's it's makes sense for them to focus on this unarmed thing that's so like right. it, that is the they've they've found the best version of or a, a very good version of uh, organized fighting safely that's that right. you could find that being said, there's lots of other shit that happens in the world that's Tons. not that. Yeah, so does, many other things.
1: Does it help when we're talking about context to sort of break things down? At the beginning of this, you talked about um, sort of natural context versus mm. artificial. Uh, artificial context. Uh-huh. Is it is it is it helpful at all to um, you know pull out broad categories? And and set them aside. Does that, you know, so um, natural, uh, so unarmed, armed, you know, or something like uh-huh. tools, uh, yeah, not yeah, yeah, tools, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. however we yeah. want to look at it. But is that helpful at all um, to, when you're starting to do – think about context? Is it helpful to get, like, let's at least get the – uh natural like context out of the way uh-huh. and then we can see what's left over to determine uh-huh. Uh-huh. if there's other stuff going
0: on yeah i mean and i think that's a it's an important thing to kind of ask yourself is like is this just an arbitrary rule that someone created, or is it something that naturally occurs and is all over the place, right? You know, so so honestly, I mean, no shit. If you're an astronaut and you're worried about other astronauts fucking you up, well then training in zero G is yeah,
1: important. Astronauts.
0: Um and that's a natural that's a natural thing, yeah. right? So <laughs> like, I like the idea of these highly trained, <laughs> highly controlled people up in space be like, fuck bill mean, i gotta figure out i how could to see
2: that as a movie coming out you got the last twenty summer 2024 yeah.
0: um but so like so that's a natural context um uh, or sorry a natural rule but but like if we we want to simulate that on Earth, we got to like train in the pool or something, right? Or <laughs> right, right. train right. with rubber bands yeah, on or something.
1: Or, yeah, and so they, then that's all of a sudden
0: artificial, yeah, right? Yeah, right? And so we yeah. run into this all the time when we want to know about like sword fighting, right? Okay. So look, we can't really sword fight because if we do, just like Maya said, we would never right, have right. any champions for any length of time because they'd be dying all right. the time. Or They'd at least be so, scarred up. So we create a simulator to represent it, right? Like a shenai. So this simulator represents a sword, and then we make arbitrary rules about what the sword can do now those are just made up right and so sure, yeah. so if you believe that right if you think that that's a natural rule well you think the first time you hit someone cleanly on the head they just die and that's not a natural rule in the world in fact right. that's happens all the time people live from crazy right. shit right. like that and keep attacking you so like then that's artificial and so like understanding this concept of like you know like will we make rules to train things safely like artificial uh, uh, rules to to train things safely or make them possible in like, the astronaut fighting situation. Right. Yeah. Um, but then on the other side, it's like there are just natural rules that exist. Right. So like armed people are going to do better than unarmed people. And that's, that's just a real deal right, rule. Right, like
1: right. <laughs> three, three guys will yeah, beat, one dude. beat one dude. That's,
0: that's a real rule. That's yeah. a real rule. Yeah, yeah. And so when you start understanding things like that, it's so like three dudes will beat one dude and look, I know there are YouTube videos. I've seen them of like a guy in a truck parking lot pulling off a shirt and beating up three skateboarders. We're talking
2: about probability. Right, right. Probabilistic. It is probable that three dudes will beat one dude highly 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 much more probable (laughs) yes
0: it is it is somewhat a possibility that uh some one dude will beat up three dudes anyways when you start to realize that and and you want to ask like how do i deal with that you have to start looking at things different ways well i can't look at it like i'm just gonna punch every guy and then go to sleep right right? Right. um i can't look at it like i'm gonna grapple everyone reasonably right that's not gonna happen so then i start juggling like what are other things i can do And so that's like – that's how you're hashing your context out. Like when three people attack me, what's a real rule? Well, an artificial rule is when I punch you and we do that in the dojo, then you quit, right? You quit for three seconds.
1: But that's not what happens
0: in real life necessarily, right? Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know if I answered that question. No, but no, I
1: I think you did. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think just like ferreting that kind of stuff out is really important because you know when we train under rule sets, artificial rule sets all the time, we think that's always the way it's going to be, and it's like that's not necessarily a right. real rule yeah. in the world. You
1: know? I, I'm just trying to you know because I even like for myself, it's like um, like thinking about this. I feel like it would be it could be very easy to get confused with the context. Um, you know, by thinking that something is happening that's not happening, or yeah, think yeah, that yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm tra- you know, like, or thinking that, like, you know, yeah, what my, the context for the thing I'm training is this, but that context is similar to this other thing, so therefore my thing is going to translate well to this sure, other thing. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I think, I think, like, that's,
0: um, and like you know, the kind of the trouble we're running into here, and it, it makes perfect sense, is like we're trying because if you just say contexts exist, then everyone goes, "Yes, true,
1: <laughs> right, right, percent." Uh, right? and that would be the whole podcast. And they know, they know, right? People.
0: But when you start saying like, "Well, I want to know how this training will benefit me in this context, or how my opinions will benefit me in this context, or whatever else," right? Then we start to run into this kind of this kind of trouble, um, and so like. Say we were going to um, uh, do knife fighting training, right? That's what we're going to sign up for. All right. Now, we know that in order to understand the context of knife fighting, there's certain things we'll have to do. Now, the easiest way to fight knife fight training would be uh, we all get knives and then we, we try and stab each other and we see who wins, right? The problem is we wouldn't have a training group, right? right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if we start off with 10 people, the next day we'd have five and then we'd have two and a half <laughs> five.
1: people. Five? I'm pretty much sure it would be like one, <laughs> ten,
2: <laughs> one, <The> ten, <laughs> uh, none the next day. The Fresno B obituary would be full the yeah, next day. That, yeah, that's right. Ten These people. These fuckers were learning knife fighting.
0: Um, So, so what we have to do is we have to go about it in ways that we can go about it. And so then we'll create the artificial rules that you were talking about. And then we have to see if those artificial rules stack up. So how do we find out if they stack up? Well, we could get in a knife fight. We could limit it. And lots of people do this. Like the dog brothers kind of do this where it's like, well, we actually do have hardcore stick fights. Um, and we do that, you know, twice a year, three times a year. And we kind of learn from those and no one gets too, too fucked up. And then we go back to training, you know, like, um, and so like that's an approach or we could look at footage of like what, what? plays out in real mm. situations oh here's where our training would have actually failed us in this real situation you can tell that wouldn't work um but th- Uh, The truth is when we boil it down to a specific situation, there's always going to be probabilistically, you know, so when you got like the dolphins versus the rams or something, right? Like, well, both people, know football, American uh, American football, football, know football super well. And so when they compete, we still don't know
1: what's going to happen because it's a, it's a roll of the dice at a certain point. I thought you were talking, uh, animals for a second, like putting animals clashing up. That's actually a better idea. (laughs) Yeah. If you have dolphins (laughs) and the rams, I was like, well fuck dude are we fighting, are they fighting on land or sea right <laughs> so context is pretty important right in space
2: yeah. to be for to make it fair <laughs>
0: um, anyways i don't know like i don't know how far off track we are because it's really hard to talk about this without talking about the other things sure. and so to yeah, me yeah, this real. trinity kind of right. gives us a foothold so we go oh now we're talking about how systems right. relate to context right. now we're looking at
1: how actors relate to right. context right and it's interesting because it's like as every time that i have a question about a the context, it's like, oh, well, but this is answered within the system right. part of it, or this is answered within the actor part of it. Right, um, right. And so it's like – And so to me, if you want to look at context, and it's kind of what Maya was asking
0: earlier, I think you just need to break down simple things. Like there's the literal environment that yeah. we're in. There are the literal people doing it. And then there are the literal tools that are at play, right? And so those are the implements mm-hmm. we can use in that, right? And if you understand those basic three things, you realize there's a bunch of various combinations. Right. Yeah. But when you're trying to figure out like something like Aikido, you can quickly kind of go, well, what actors are we kind of talking about? What do they want to achieve and in what kind of situations? You know what yeah. I mean? Like
2: At least with the environment tools, um, like people, with those at least, that can kind of lead your mind. Because what I hope... I what I always hope with pe- people listening to podcasts is they can take some something away and go like, let me think more about that or let me right. apply that to something else. And so like having like those questions that I can ask myself of like when I'm thinking about a certain context, you know, if I'm imagining a self-defense situation and how I might prepare for it, what is the environment? What tools are available to me? Who am I picturing attacking me? And right. what do I want? Right.
0: What do I want? S- yeah. And
2: and then, like, that right. kind of gives you something to to grasp onto.
0: This will be a lot easier to talk about, too, when we talk about Aikido and context. Right. Because right. then we have a, a very clear thing and we can say, okay, well, wh- right. what is – how's the context fared out right. for Aikido?
2: It's just really hard to, like, uh, to – Pick your, especially because when we're talking about context, we're always talking about an imagined scenario. Yes, Unless we're right. in it right now, well, that's right. we're right. always talking about so, it, an imagined. And scenario. And this is what
1: I was thinking. It's like, look, uh, the world is infinite. I can poke holes in your thing all sure. day long, right. absolutely. And right. so, like to say that there's a an absolute context is right. incorrect because that's right. there can't there it, there is no. There cannot be because Wait, the we're minute, always talking
2: about variables, probabilities, right. possibilities. So the, right. so the
1: minute that you go, well, this is made for this, then I go, well, but what about the time that, you know, right. Yeah. right? And so it, it and begins sucks, to get really kind of squishy, yeah. Um, which is why I think the other two sort of as they inform, then you kind That's of right. can yeah. uh, get a clearer line of like, oh. This is the box, right? There's yep. lots of stuff outside the box, but this is the 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 box, That's that right? Yeah. And
0: if we ever want our box to grow, we can totally do that. We just have to go. Well, what kind of direction do we want it to grow in? You know. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I think this is a real thing. Like, people doing mixed martial arts, for example, and they say, like, well, I want to apply that to self defense in broader contexts, right. right? Like, and so it's like, okay, well, then
1: what? You have to start learning about weapons. Yeah, you're going to learn about other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and you kind of see that happening a little bit with sure, stuff. Sure. Um, Now, which is which is uh, interesting. Um, When some of this obviously is also based, like for Aikido, for example, and and you know some martial arts have done this better than others. Uh, There is an established um, understanding, a zeitgeist or whatever we—that's the term we use—about what this thing is, Um, and so that kind of helps inform the context too, because you can say, well, you know. What what do we want to do with this, right? right? And in right. boxing, it's like, well, I'm punching the shit out of someone. That's right. And it's very clear. Like whatever, uh, aikido and and maybe some other martial arts as well. Maybe don't have that as clearly spelled out. I and think so it's, it's like, right. you know, something like Krav Maga, and it's like, well, what do you do? Well, I punish them as uh, quickly and efficiently as possible. What is, uh, you know, whatever yeah. they say. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. I don't know. yeah. Um, and so it's like. Some of this is based on, again, you know, the people who are doing the thing laying out a description of what it is. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, you can dig back in and plug all of these things in to determine whether or not that person is correct or whatever. That's right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think, like, that's kind of the thing. Like, for me, context seems so slippery. And it's no less slippery. It's just I feel like I understand how to pin the pieces I want, right? Like, you know, I can't pin the whole thing down, but I can pin the pieces I want, and I can do that with the Trinity kind of, you know? Like, so I'm just asking what are the actors and what do they want out of the situation, and then what kind of systems can I build to help me achieve a certain goal, and then
1: what is the rough situation Mm -hmm. that that's going to be in? And and I can kind of pin it down a little bit. And it's interesting because I I would assume that uh, the context – Could change some depending on the other two
0: things. Of course, it'll change entirely. And I'm sure that we'll talk
1: about this when we talk in the next episode when we delve into Aikido about how you know can can Aikido have multiple contexts depending on. Sure. You know, or whatever martial art is. Sure. You know, and yeah, so. I think that's true. And like depending upon, yeah, yeah that's exactly what we're going yeah. to get <laughs>
0: um, so, so, <laughs> yeah. you. Go. So yeah. Uh, so let's episode, stop there yeah. so we don't jump into it now and ruin it for everyone. Next episode yeah, we'll Josh. talk about um, actors in Aikido. And so we'll, we'll kind of talk about like who are the actors in Aikido? What would each actor think Perhaps of Aikido
1: and and how how that would all. play Okay, out. so yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so now uh, we will likely have at least another three episodes. You got it. Each one talking about these uh, various pieces right, as we're it. plugging them in. You got it. And then maybe we'll have a final one that kind of wraps everything up. Yeah, with a nice little bow. Yeah, nice little bow. Because <laughs> that's what we like to do for people. Bows. Wrap it up with a bow. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's do we, we thank our patrons first? Yeah, yes. thank okay. our patrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's do, let's do that.
2: Uh, Thank you so much to our patrons. You guys make it possible for us to keep doing this podcast. And (laughs) that has been true now for five years, maybe? Is it that long? That's pretty awesome. Um, So thank you all, old and new. And um, we are very thankful to you. Um, Yeah, we love you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much to Adam Crafter, Robert Alducci. uh, Alducci, sorry. Quang Deng Tien Jim Sullivan Spain Abney Logan I'm New Here Heinrichs Adam Nicholson Matt Whalen The Dirt Wasp Podcast Atemi Chris The Lightweight Champion Of Heavy Touching mm-hmm. Brad V Brooke Ferragamo Ben Aikido Arborist Aldrich I like that <laughs> uh, Tommy Siv Francis Cordon That's Never so Satisfied and en- Endlessly Curious Recklessly os- Optimistic Dilettante mm-hmm. Taskmaster uh, Dave Dewberry Sam Sulean Ocon Ayrton Hillary Jones Constantinus Andrew Fran Sometimes I Pay Attention Martinson Brian Crowley Lisa Klein Sharon Okada Matt Mumford and Grant Templin
1: sometimes he doesn't pay attention also though we should just point that out
2: France leave leave him alone I mean
1: by saying that sometimes he does he is implying that sometimes he does does not not. Mm.
2: is the glass half full or glass half empty there you go yeah Josh is a glass half empty kind of guy am I no (laughs) okay I was gonna say Josh is a glass half-full, then glass half-empty, then glass half-full, then glass is in the middle. middle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always
1: like, "Uh, well, am I drinking out of it? (laughs) I've had (laughs) some.
2: Ah, It's
1: maybe half-empty now. I'm like, is there anything in it? Good. That's good enough for me. (laughs) All right. Uh, Uh, So
2: we were also going to... uh, do shout outs uh, to various dojos yeah. in our podcast community. Um, so we didn't get any other submissions for that. So we're just going to Oh, we actually oh, did. We did. Sorry. Take did that again. back. Liar we him. did. We we got one more submission um, from uh IQ, from Adam uh, at Aikido of Reno okay. under uh, Vince salvatore Sensei. Uh, so go if you're in Reno or in the surrounding area, uh, check out Aikido of Reno. Um, in addition, we gathered up some other ones just because these uh, are
0: these are uh, patrons that we've had uh, contact with uh, yeah, for a long than, time that have yeah. a dojo. Or... Yeah,
2: yeah, our our podcast homies, if you will. Um, so first one is Wolf Moon Dojo in, in the Inland Empire in California, um, and uh, that's Yuli Simgo's dojo. Uh, she's been one of our patrons uh, in the past, um, and they also have classes at UC Riverside, so if you're in that area... Or if you're a student, check, check out, them out check out their classes. Uh, also, Shotokan Dojo in Beverly, Massachusetts. Um, that's Matt Wayland's dojo. They've been going since 1962, and they have hella martial arts. They do there. a lot of stuff. Si- so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So check them out. Um, also, Ascension Center in California in Goleta. Um, with David Valdez he posts all the time on um, the Aikido Facebook book groups he's always got like really zesty good videos on there yeah, um i'm just trying to keep it interesting <laughs> no i understand um keep, and then also rolling. uh New Haven Aikido Firehouse Dojo that's uh, Lisa Klein's dojo yeah. in New Haven Connecticut um and uh, Lisa Klein we talked to her a long time ago about yeah, her one of the first um, uh, book Demon on... dojo uh, yeah, yeah ch- uh, her book about Chiba sensei yeah. um so that was a good uh, that, yeah, was, that was, was a fun, fun interview. interview so if you're in Connecticut uh check Check, check them out as well. This is cool because if people travel, then they can go to right. these places yeah, as right. well. Yeah.
1: Or if people live there and, and like, they like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if, if you are someone who trains somewhere and you think it's worth, in fact, if you don't tell us this uh, where you're training at, we're going to assume that you don't. Uh, appreciate the place you're training at. Yeah, boo. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you need to send us in. (laughs) Otherwise, the people who you you train with are going to think yeah. yeah you don't really care about you don't them. About them. Hi- <laughs>
2: hype up your dojos y'all yes come on and speaking um, of hyping up your dojo if you guys are ever in california <laughs> yeah um just do like a little tour just go to uh just go to yuli's uh dojo down south and then go to david valdez's dojo in golita and then come up to fresno and come here and then you can just keep, do like a tour keep, keep going up and get yeah.
1: it up into reno there's yeah uh, yeah there you uh, go yeah. so you know
2: perfect there's a, yeah. a
1: ton um Yeah, so please do that. And then uh, Chris has a – he probably won't say it, but he has his own uh, patron page and a lot of uh, good information up there, uh, new videos and stuff that is happening all the time. Videos every week. Um, Every week. And so that – if you want to go and find out information, that's great. But also uh, by helping that or becoming a patron there, you are also helping uh, grow sort of this uh, community that we are building.
2: Yeah. yeah that's true yeah.
1: and and the educational aspect you know like you're yeah. you are helping uh chris to continue to do the, this kind of work yeah so
2: this is getting very um like a uh, local radio station I, as i'm saying it i'm like
1: uh, <laughs> yeah but you know yeah gotta do what
2: anyway doing. we love you all and we'll talk to you next week.